and welcome to the Naked Gaming Podcast with me, Lee Milner, and Chris Barrow. We mm-hmm. did it for once <laughs> without messing it up. <laughs> or did we? Did I just edit that together very heavily? No you always mind. let me start, don't you? Yeah. What a gent. What a, you see, I'm so nice. I let you play the new games first as well, don't I? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Do you know what? So last month we had our Monkey Island Discs episode. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, with Ellie Gibson. This month, there's so many new games, like way too many new games. Yeah. I actually don't know how we're going to fit them all in. Squeeze it. So should we just do 30 second reviews? Yeah. God of War. It was good. Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> also, so the other thing I'm trying to fit in at the moment is the Steam Deck. Oh. The Steam Deck has arrived. I'm not impressed. So I ordered the Steam Deck because of all the things we don't really have, we got all, a lot of consoles. Basically, we have everything. Because but for the, the podcast, obviously. Oh, right, for the podcast. But I don't have an expensive gaming computer because we just simply don't have space. So I thought, well, the Steam Deck might just fill that gap of games that I can't play. And it arrived, and it, I might as well have bought myself a massive computer because it's about the same size as right? that. Right? It's huge. It's huge. It's massive. Which is weird because the screen is the same size as the Switch, mm-hmm. but the paddles, <laughs> the controllers, <laughs> the, paddles. the side bits... A massive. You couldn't whap that out on the tube. Uh, <laughs> and you shouldn't. The Steam Deck. The Steam Deck. Uh, what have you been playing this month? Anything good? Um, You've been watching all the GTA footage, haven't you? GTA, yeah. I've been revisiting that. Yeah. I was on Five Live the other day. I know. Yeah. Very good. Talking about it. I've been uh, having a look at the new Pokemon. The glitch the glitch, The glitchy glitch glitch. Yeah. Pokemon. What? Uh, yeah, I haven't got too much to say about that, really. A bit no. disappointed. TBC in the next episode, I think. I've been I've been going back to the uh, glitchy cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. And they fixed most of the glitches now. It's actually okay. quite a good game. I love the irony that, you know, it's all about oh, yeah. AI taking over. Futuristic technology. And it can't, it just can't work. It doesn't run. No. We've been enjoying it, though. It's much better than when it first came out. Good. I mean, how could it not be? Are but... you been playing that on the Steam Deck? No. But oh. you can play it on the Steam Deck. So I'm intrigued. I don't, I'm, I'm a bit scared because the Steam Deck was so expensive. And if I buy a game and it doesn't run, I'll feel really gutted. So I'm sort of locked <laughs> Avoiding into... Avoiding disappointment. I know. So I'm sort of sitting there with Fallout 3, which is a game which I can't play anywhere else. Very good. Yeah. And I'm scared to buy anything else. It's not a great position to be in, is it? Should we have some gaming news? Go on then. Here comes Lee with all the latest. Most people don't buy physical copies of games anymore, right? But if you did buy the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on disc, you would have found that it's actually just a link to a 150 gigabyte download for the game. We reported a couple of months ago that the next Commonwealth Games would feature competitive gaming after a pilot earlier this year in Birmingham. Well, there's been a U-turn by the Commonwealth Games Organising Committee. Now, gaming won't be part of the competition in 2026. They've refused to give any specific reasons as to why. The new FIFA game allows you to disable critical commentary. Just go to settings and tick the box marked disable critical commentary to make sure you only get encouraging words from the commentators. Just what Chris needs. It's almost like he's playing FIFA. He goes through and puts the ball in the back of the net. It's brilliant. A League of Legends match between Evil Geniuses and Loud at the Worlds this year was briefly delayed because a player was wearing 
Crocs, which, I mean, come on, is a violation of dress code from the official rule book. Quite right, too. Can I just say, Crocs... You have a real issue with Crocs, no, but what don't I've, you? What I've noticed is that in Cyberpunk, when I'm playing it, the footwear choices of the future are disgusting. Like, people are wearing socks and sandals. It's not the future, mate. That's what they wear. That's what I kids know. wear now. We are in the future. Yeah. There's a lot of metallic Crocs I saw one of the characters wearing, with socks as well. What is your, what's your beef with Crocs? Well, just to look stupid, don't they? I mean, did, <laughs> when we were kids, we used to wear jellies. Yeah. Oh, the horror. <laughs> the horror. Oh, the, oh, not where I live. I wouldn't be... Wouldn't <laughs> no, that was the problem. Visit. We did wear jellies. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. You'd be pleased to know that when, I'm, um, when I give birth, I've decided to wear slippers. Like, oh, that's good. Like, no, wait, wait, wait. Open toe slippers. That's okay. With socks. Mm. How and do you, you feel about that? You expected me to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop kidding around, Snake. So um, I want to talk about the new PlayStation controller. Mm. Uh, it's just been announced called the DualSense Edge, and it's about 200 quid. I mean, you know. <laughs> 200 pounds, man. You can buy a Switch for that. So the fact that you can just buy a PlayStation new generation controller. Yeah. It depends how much you love your PlayStation. I mean, they're saying it's for elite gamers, okay? So maybe if you're an elite gamer and you really care about the changing so the you. button. no. I don't. But the thing is, I can't. Now this is bad because I kind of want one. But you, you no, can, no, we're wait, not wait, getting. No, listen, we're not on. spending two hundred quid on a controller. But you can change the. the How buttons. much did you spend on the Steam Deck? Uh, too much, but right. <laughs> I got the fastest one. Stop it. But but hang on, because it, you can change the back buttons oh, and wow. the stick caps and yeah. yeah that's and what it. else? That's it. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but hang on, Xbox are, are wading in as well. I actually went on their website because they've got this Xbox Elite Controller Series 2, uh-huh. uh, which you can customise. So you know like if you're buying sunglasses online, you can customise them. <laughs> well, at the Xbox controller, you can choose the p- colour of the faceplate and the back Well, that's a bit better. And the, yeah. Uh, and it's 125 quid. Right. But you can then add on more bits and it takes it up to about 200 quid. That sounds a, a bit better, but... It's still kind of in the same yeah. territory. I mean, is that... Is it too far? Yeah. It's too much. If you're that elite, would you be playing a computer, wouldn't you? No? <laughs> I'm just saying, because it's much more precise. I don't know. Anyway, it's available if you want uh, from January. You have to pre-order them, though, the PlayStation ones. Or you could get roughly 80 Sleepy Bears from Lush for that. Is that your currency? Yeah. I'm, I know which one I prefer. Bath bombs you're talking about here. Bath bombs, okay. yeah. Lovely. It's review time, which we're dedicating most of the episode to because there's an awful lot of games so to play. Much. And actually, a load of them are really brilliant as well. So it's been a very good month, a very expensive month. That's why month. I haven't seen you. I know, because I've been playing all the latest releases, including God of War, Ragnarok. War is coming. My story doesn't end hiding in these woods. I should be out there, finding out who I am, who Loki is. I will not allow you to pick a fight with God. I don't want to fight anyone. I just want answers. And if those answers lead to war with Asgard? Maybe that's what Mother wanted. We do not know what Mother wanted. So what do you know about God of War? Honestly, Mm. nothing. You must have played God of War on the PlayStation. It's not my thing. Kratos. Start from the beginning. So 
When I was a kid, it, I shouldn't have been playing this game. <laughs> Much Great like star. GTA that you were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. the other day. So you were, you're the god of war yes. in Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're Kratos. And you go around and you fight massive beasts and bad guys that come at you. And you've got uh, chains that have massive swords on the end. And you swing them around and it's really cool. Yeah. Very br- like violent, brutal game, which, like I said, I shouldn't have been playing. Right. There's been loads of those on the PlayStation 2 and 3 and whatever. The God of War, the sort of relaunching, came out on the PS4 and PS5 now. And they remastered that, and it was like probably one of the best games ever. I bet it looks spectacular. It's, a, it's really, really good. It's like The Last of Us. It's like a benchmark yeah. game. And I just completed that recently. Then they released God of War Ragnarok, uh, which is more of the same. Okay. So it's like playing in a film... But you are playing as Kratos, the god of war. Oh, goodness. It doesn't have lots of cutscenes, does it? No, it doesn't. It's not too bad. You might be able to get along with this game. Um, We all know I hate cutscenes. Yeah. You can't, there's not too much to play the goddamn game. There's not too (laughs) much. The god of war damn game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like the same game, but bigger. But I don't know if it's actually better. Because the first game I would say was 10 out of 10. God of war, the the relaunching. Okay. This one, the first one was super colourful and you went into all these different areas and it was bright and the bad guys were you know very detailed in this one you get all of that again and a few new moves but you're mostly stuck in the ice ter- like the ice territory. don't you find these days that most games are quite dark this, like, like this one to is, look at yeah this one is much darker I'm always than the kind last of one squinting to see what what's happening and be- because ragnarok is like the end of the world which is like a massive ice storm a lot of it is kind of white and dark yeah. textures yeah. and you it's know, hard, it's in hard, the snow it's hard to play sometimes it puts me off sometimes games and i just think you know what it's it's not colorful enough well this is kind of like that you can frost up your axe there's thor in it if you like that sort of thing odin who's not very powerful looking which i found a bit strange but you know it's basically for me it's like a nine out of ten if it was a bit more variety of textures a variety of environment it would have been a 10 because it's just so well acted and everything's there how, how much is it it's 70 quid. But if you like the last one, you'll love it. I can't really say don't get 70 it. 70 quid? It's, it's, it's really, really good, but I just wish it was slightly more varied and colourful. It's out on the PlayStation, though, exclusive. So we've got God of War. Yeah. And now God of War Ragnarok. So they're already running out of names. They're just yeah. calling it the same as previous games. Yeah. Now there's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which has just come out. Uh-huh. But there was also a game called that in 2009. They're just running out of names for games. Are we at war? We don't know his name. Money, weapons, intel. He's planning something. Sergeant McDowish, welcome to the City of Souls. There are few here to uphold the law, and many of those who resist corruption disappear. Terrorism is good for business. As long as there is a war on terror, there will be no real war on drugs. So this one... You know Call of Duty. Yeah. Everybody bangs on about Call of Duty. Yeah. And I didn't really like probably the last five in the series. No. I thought it was very I similar, agree. very boring. Finally. Oh. Finally. A good one. Maybe I'll enjoy this one. You will like this one. Now, the single player is fine. Okay. It's like, it's like classic, it has been for the Classic play. Classic yeah. gameplay. You run a bit slowly, though. So I was a bit <laughs> like, hang on. You, run faster. Well, God, like... Call of Duty, though, you're used to sprinting around and being dynamic and all this. It's a little bit slow in the okay. single player. But in the multiplayer, it's like the classic Call of Duty games that oh, I used to love. I love it. And we all used to yeah. love playing. It's really, really good. Okay. It's a massive game. As you mentioned in your news, 
To download it, it's about 150 gigabytes. That is huge. I've heard a rumour, right? What do you think of this? Games companies make their games massive on purpose. So that you don't play other games. So that you have to uninstall no. all your other games. And Buy Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> buy Spyro. Well, that's what I was doing. De- what? Deleting all your I bet games. you were deleting all my games. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, but no, honestly, this one is properly good. If you want to play multiplayer online. If you want can single player, whatever. Can you play co-op? You can do some missions in co-op, yeah. It looks quite good. I haven't given so it a go. So mean you can play? Yeah, we give it a go. Well, yeah. Why don't we? We will. Right, let's um, do a review in it. Uh, but for the single player, whatever, but for the multiplayer online, it's like the classic COD of old. I'd say 8 out of 10. Another 70 quid, though. Yeah, You know what? How long can game companies keep charging these prices? People obviously want to pay it. Do you think that people are saving money on like going out for dinners and everything else and they're just buying home entertainment? Maybe. Because we, we, do. we don't go to the cinema we as much anymore. No, we don't. So. We, get, we wait for the, um, the films to come on Amazon or... Disney, or Plus Disney or, yeah. and have a movie night at home. It's much cheaper. 70 quid, man. But it sounds good if you like that sort of thing. It's out on all platforms. You can't get it on Switch, though. That's the only one. You're, you're really excited about this, aren't this, you? You know when you just, you're waiting for a game for a long time and yeah. the, hype is, the hype is real? This is Gotham Knights. They're always watching. Always listening. The Court of Owls has sentenced you to die. He always said people needed something to believe in. Let's finish what Bruce started. Which has possibly the most awesome opening cutscene of all time. Like Batman is there fighting this uh, Ra's al Ghul. He's one of his classic bad guys who keeps coming back to life all the time. And it's an epic fight. And I'm thinking this is, this is going to be the best game of all time. Like the Batman Arkham City series and Arkham Asylum and whatever. And then you get to play as the characters, Red Hood, Nightwing, Robin, and Batgirl. And you can choose one of them. And you realise very quickly that it's not as good as the Spider-Man game that came out ages ago. That was you, awesome. You know, we played Spider-Man, yeah, we really played good. Miles Morales and really the original. Good. And you can swing around the city yeah. and it's like just fun to move. To explore. Well, in this one, because you're Robin, you're like grappling, hooking around and it's a bit slow. And then you like it's not impressive. glide. No, it's not I mean, fun. who wants to play Robin? Well, do you know what's really funny? <laughs> I played as Red Hood, Nightwing and Batgirl and then I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> so you're so right. I mean, who selects Robin of all the characters? I, I, I didn't even go to Robin. Um, wow. But there's the, a lot of criticism on this because most games nowadays that are this expensive and, and supposedly next generation are 60 frames a second, which means they look super yeah. smooth. This is locked at 30. What? Which makes it feel like a last generation Maybe they spent game. all the money on the cutscene. Or on the licenses for Batman or something. Yeah. I mean, there's online multiplayer, which I tried, and there was like a guy there who, who wasn't even at his controller. He was just sat there as <laughs> Robin, and I was like, hello. That's why he wasn't playing. He chose <laughs> Robin. They also should have had a local co-op so that I could have played with you. Yeah. But they don't. Oh. It's a bit of a dead city as well. Like, the textures are a bit dead. Like, you go into the buildings, and you're thinking, this is like yeah. Arkham yeah, yeah, Asylum, yeah. and yeah. this is Gotham. Yeah. And it's like blocky it's like our house when we first moved in there's just nothing in it you know oh wow <laughs> so, maybe they haven't got around to like getting they haven't got a hold of the plumber yet yeah <laughs> or the decorator well there's a big backlog <laughs> <laughs> please please though don't tell me this is 70 quid no it's 50 quid though which is still way too much yeah, like too I, much. i'd say maybe pay 20 for it eventually if would you, you recommend it no okay. four out of ten it's ps5 xbox pc but it should have been a lot better hello hello Follow me. Okay. 
we're going to reveal something to you that we're both very embarrassed about and we've kept it a secret for so long. I'm not. I'm proud. Oh, wow. You're going to shout it out. You're, you're loud and proud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go on, Chris. You I, can, hate, you I can... hate football. <laughs> me, me, me too. <laughs> no, we said it. I hate football. No, we said it. Okay. But the thing Judges. is, there was a big football game that came out, which lo- like loads of people love FIFA. Loads. And it's the last one. The last EA Sports Thank God. version of yeah. I won't be playing I won't be playing any of the new ones. But the FIFA twenty three. I've lost many ex boyfriends to this. This is the cause of many failed relationships. Wasn't there one relationship where he was started out as a nice guy yeah. and then you he sort tricked of moved me. Yeah, he tricked you and then you moved in together and then he He re- got his headset out and like just ca- like set up camp in the living room and like was like just playing FIFA. I was like, You've never played FIFA in your life and he's like, Oh yeah, I didn't tell you about this, but I love FIFA and I play it every night. Yeah. <laughs> No, he was straight out the door. <laughs> <laughs> but this is um, the latest one, the last one from EA. So let's have someone who actually does like football. Here's our FIFA correspondent, Drew Miller-Hyman. Another year means I'm back reviewing EA Sports FIFA. I've mentioned the EA Sports part of that brand because this is the last time that EA is making a FIFA-branded title. They've had a falling out, shall we say, Uh, FIFA has left the ground before the game is over and next year it will be EA Sports Football and FIFA has vowed to release not just its own football game but I think several of its own football games so we'll see what comes in future years with that. But let's get right into it and right into why you buy this game and it's mainly because of Ultimate Team but it's also probably because there's some new things in it and the new stuff is fun this year. It's not just changes to crowd faces or vague updates to the commentary text lines and we'll get to those later we've got some new fun mechanics in the game that i am really enjoying even if i'm still not very good at doing them so first up power shots that's right they're back i guess it's probably the sweet spot mechanic in fifro 6 it reminds me the most of but this is harder to pull off if you hold down both bumpers while charging up a shot the game will slow down and you will change the shooting controls to manual meaning you have to be very specific about where you're aiming the ball it is very easy to miss a power shot but if you can get it on target and far enough away from the keeper it's almost a guaranteed goal which is what i really liked about the sweet spot mechanic it rewarded you for a little bit of skill expression and this rewards you for quite a lot they are hard to get right but they will reward you if you can speaking of skill expression the game is much less forgiving than it used to be they added timed shots which you can still turn off which i agree with for accessibility reasons but the people that turn it off in online just so they can spam the shoot button on every corner are a little bit annoying but they've also made tackling much less forgiving so spamming that tackle button in the hope of a block or an interception will leave your defender either in no man's land or if you're even later will almost certainly give away a foul or an advantage and you'll be a man down for that crucial counter-attack Set pieces have obviously changed a huge deal. Finally, penalties are no longer the role of the dice that they once were. Free kicks and corners have a well-needed update as well. So if you're taking a corner or a free kick, you may notice that you can shape where the ball is going with a bit more precision than having to do it kind of blind with the right joystick after you've already had the shot taken. So definitely use that. I've been trying and once again I still can't score free kicks in this game as has been the case since FIFA 06. 
There's the usual visual updates, this time to grass and player physics, including their hair. Apparently it bounces now, can't say I've noticed. And they're nice, but that's about it. And sadly, unsurprisingly, reuse of commentary from the past, I think it's five games we're on now with these commentators, maybe less. But it just is incredibly frustrating hearing the same lines you've been hearing for years and at this point I'm considering turning the commentary off. It's always hard to judge a game based on its early release and based on balance because now FIFA is a game where the balance is constantly being updated and quite publicly with title updates coming every couple of weeks really but there definitely needs to be a bit more improvements to the goalkeepers Um, they are letting in way too many shots that are right next to their bodies and if they can keep pace from overwhelming the other stats as has happened in previous games then this might actually be a really good swan song for EA Sports FIFA games and I'm quite surprised to say it. Well, thanks, Drew, because we couldn't do that report. No, so you. you've, you've saved our bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we do... Right, Bayonetta. Bayonetta. God. I didn't know anything about Bayonetta. And this is Bayonetta 3 that's yes. out on the Switch. And I thought, well, it must be good if they've made three games. Uh-huh. And, and I looked I've heard in, lots about it. Right, loads of fans of this game. Uh, it's very it looks s- good. Listen to the trailer. You have to be the one to find all the chaos gears. Look, I know how you feel. So, trust me, he means a lot to me too. I literally have bigger fish to fry. Not getting away that easy. So close. The anticipation is killing me. Okay. So, did you ever play Devil May Cry? No. So it's kind of like um, over-the-top action, shooting and hacking and slashing kind of game. That's why I didn't play it. No. and I liked Devil May Cry a bit because I like the lead character, but this Bayonetta, it's um, a woman who has guns in her high heels. Awesome. And also swords and turns into like a massive flying raveny thing slash butterfly and controls a Ooh. massive beast in this game. And it's like... It's like a game on like steroids. This sounds like right on my street. But the problem is that this very powerful female lead character has clearly been designed by like 16-year-old boys. <laughs> There's one move that she has uh, where she basically takes her clothes off, basically. Right. And I was like... Uh, Do you need to? It's very like... Un- Do you see Thor doing that? Well, actually, or Robin? In, the, in the latest film, Thor does that, but Robin doesn't. <laughs> but it's very sexualized when it doesn't it, need to be. It doesn't add anything. Mm. So there's a moments where I just thought, oh, come on. This has been designed by like, oh, look, you know, naked yeah. woman yeah. attacking. How yeah. how sexy. And I just thought, okay. Yeah. But it, if you want to know how good the Switch can be in terms of like technical ability, this okay. shows it off incredibly. There's one, you know, we went on that cruise with your parents. Yeah. There's a moment where like a cruise ship flies out of the sky and then you jump onto the cruise ship and then you're fighting like huge bad guys whilst there's a massive tidal wow. wave about to approach and that's early in the game Whoa. like it is fun and you're supposed to get you know if you do the combat well you get special ranks in each level or abc you take an extra top off or a bra you <laughs> yeah, get extra yeah, bonus points yeah, yeah. the more the more flesh <laughs> the more you clothes, show yeah, you reveal. double s rating for this <laughs> round um but yeah i played for an hour and i and i didn't really press any buttons the cutscenes were just unbelievable so this is you wouldn't have probably got through that no it's like a game that that knows what it wants to do it's like we're going to give you high octane entertainment 
non-stop for hours and hours and hours. The problem is, I don't like it. Why? Because it sounds awesome. The story's bonkers. Like, a man just turns up in a pizza truck and, you know, drives it through the air into a... squashes loads of bad guys and then catches loads of pizza. And then he's like, okay, next mission. It's like, but... Wh- Why? What, who? What? <laughs> Why? Uh, also, it's set in the multiverse, which I just cannot uh, stand. Yeah. So, one Bayonetta, no spoiler, but kind of dies at the beginning. But then you're the alternate dimension Bayonetta, who's like... Coming to the rescue. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. just too bonkers for me. Like I like stories to make sense. Yeah. Okay. And How much doesn't... is it? Fifty quid. It's out on the Switch. It is very incredible at showing what the Switch can do. Seven out of ten for me. Another game. Another flipping egg, man. It's been a busy, busy old month, hasn't it's it? It's been a very expensive month. So I've been growing a baby inside of me, <laughs> and you've been, been pl- you've been playing games. I've been planning for our future by checking out all these games, and I'll let our son play the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to listen to the podcast, son. I will tell you. I'll give you the list of games to play. He can have the live podcast version where I just sit and tell him what. Yeah, he's, exactly. What's worth playing. So Sonic, I love Sonic. I have, soft, I have a soft spot for Sonic. Hedgehog. But Tails is like literally like Robin, really. Who plays Tails, Tails these days? You're so right that Tails is like Robin. I don't know who plays Tails, but no. I do know that Tails' nickname is Miles Prower, as in like miles per hour. Ah. Did you know that? I did not know so that. There you, go. there you go. So, what do you rate this game? Sonic Frontiers. Um, you loved Ratchet and Clank, oh, the next generation Ratchet and Clank. Loved right? that game. And this has all the vibes of that, so it's like quite an... Uh, but it's open world, so it's a bit like a cross between that and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Does it look as good? And no. And that's where we have the problem. In this day and age... I was age, getting really excited there, because Ratchet and Clank oh. blows you away. The first scene that you see, you're like, what? It is mind-blowing, isn't it? That was when we first got the PlayStation 5. Yeah. So the graphics just don't really cut it in nowadays. Oh, that's really disappointing, because I don't think any Sonic game has managed to do that. And the thing is, I know it doesn't need to look great for a Sonic game. But no, because... no, it does. It, we are yeah. in 2022, we're on the PlayStation 5, it should be looking slick. The voice acting is super dodgy for Sonic. The rest of them are good, but Sonic is dodgy. The story is, there's a really funny bit at the beginning. This voice comes like from the sky and goes, you must go and find the emeralds. And, he, and Sonic goes, but Why? And then they go, goodbye. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, well, it's better to have some direction than no direction. And then off you go. Oh, I mean, he's right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but it was like they made a 2D game and thought, oh, no. Because like, you skate on rails and, and you go around loops and stuff. And there are lots it's of It's a puzzles. bit like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it, it is. But it would have been... I, I don't know if it would have actually just been better as a 2D game. Yeah, like it, that's what like they the did the classics. At. Yeah. Um, it's very fast-paced. But I just, I don't know, for 50 quid, it's... What do you give it out of 10? Five gold rings. Okay, we'll end it there. (laughs) Busy night, but there's always room for another. So, um, we always have to pick a game for Alex, our correspondent. Uh. (laughs) Are we giving him an all right one this time? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's back for blood. So it's zombies, but it's the, the downloadable content for the... The old uh, zombie killer. Hello, Chris and Lee. It's Alex here. I am playing Back for Blood. Uh, now, you might, you know, correctly say that, that, well, that's not a very new game. It's been out for ages. You would be correct. Uh, however, uh, recently a new DLC came out, 
Season of the Worm, I think it's called, something like that, something to do with the worm. And so I thought I'd boot it back up because I've got I bought the Ultimate Edition when it came out uh, and see what it's all about. So far, so familiar. I'm currently getting absolutely beaten up by a horde of zombies. So standard stuff at the moment. Oh, I've joined a sort of quick play session. Come on, there's a big bad guy over there. Right, I'm already down. Okay, well, that'll give me more chance to speak to you while my teammates try and uh, revive my ass. Um, you get a new, whole new sort of campaign act. Um, so the, the game's divided up into different acts. Uh, each act comes with like four or five levels, something like that. Uh, and you, you, know, you make your way through there. It's sort of a linear kind of progression through to complete the act. And you get sort of extra points every time you make it, make it through. And on the harder difficulties, it obviously gets harder and the, diff- and the rewards get bigger. I'm already out of ammo, uh, so that's, that's going really well. Uh, really well, indeed. I've still got an axe, though. Uh, the maps itself, from what I've seen so far, really good. Like Very much like the base game, you know, sort of varied. Good sort of objectives that you got to accomplish. It's almost next to impossible if you do it on the higher difficulties with yourself and a team of three bots. You really need human players to do this uh, on higher difficulties. Oh, here we go. I'm the case in point. Um... Because I need real life people to bring me back to life because I'm, I'm failing to do that. Right, okay, let's go through here. We've come across a boat that we need to sort of fuel up uh, and get all the different parts in so it's working again uh, and get it functioning. However, the zombies have a different idea, as you might expect. A few new enemy types, uh, so I almost got got by like a sort of spitter creature there. Um, similar to the one you get in the base game, but a bit different. Um, oh, bandages. Have I got any bandages? I'm sorry, I can't help you. <laughs> oh no, I'm getting spewed on by one of the big vomiting monsters. Uh, um, but yes, I haven't played this game much since it came out. Um, quite a while ago now. So I thought it'd be a good time to get back in and see what it is. There are some extra weapons, but not as many as I thought. When I booted it up, I thought, you know, okay, we're going to be getting a few different... As you would expect, really, the kind of... The extra sort of types of gun and things like that and all sorts. But it just hasn't... Um, there's, there's, there's about four or five. I think most of them are melee weapons, uh, primarily. Um, so you get quite cool Wolverine claws and things like that. Those are quite cool. But I was really hoping for some extra guns. I think that's why I kind of bounced off it a little bit to begin with. The sort of weapons you could choose felt a little limited. And I felt that, that maybe you could get some extra ones in there. To say it's the spiritual successor for um, uh, Left 4 Dead is a bit of an understatement. I'm pretty sure it's the same team. Uh, so it's very similar in a lot of ways, and it sort of relies on that formula uh, that made the, those games so popular. Uh, there's different sort of moments where you accidentally trigger sort of zombie hordes and they all come after you. One good thing that this game's got going on, and obviously this hasn't changed in the DLC, it's got that real sort of crunchy, splatty... It feels good to shoot the guns, you know, uh, and shoot the enemies, and the enemies react well when you shoot them. Um, so that makes it fun and gives it a bit more replayability. Oh no, I've triggered a door alarm. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that, really. I've made it I've made it very bad for my team. They are not going to thank me. My my friends managed to press on uh, and get all the way to the end there. So, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. Like I say, the levels are good so far. I'm a bit disappointed by the sort of lack of extra weapons. I really thought there would be more. This came out a little bit slow. The game has kind of lost momentum. It took me a little while to, you know, even matchmake, to be honest, to find a sort of new game, which isn't a good sign. Uh, But if you did buy the Ultimate Edition, it's worth coming back and checking it out. And even if you bounce off it in a week, you bought it anyway. So why not have a go? And who knows? Maybe you'll find you get a real thirst for it.
Thanks, Alex. Our zombie correspondent. I think he's had an upgrade. What, because he finally has some brains? (laughs) Peel's here! I really want to mention this one just quickly. Marvel Snap, which is like a new card game that you can play on your phone. You know I was obsessed with Hearthstone, that card game, (laughs) on the old computer. Don't remind me. Uh, It used to be quite good at one one time in the old Hearthstone world. I just, it became a bit of a grind, to be honest. They were like, no, because what it was was. You would play that every night. You'd actually fall asleep to it. Yeah, but every month they'd release like a new set of cards. It was like 90 quid. And then you'd play with those cards. You didn't tell me that. No, I know, I stopped because then they'd release more cards. And I was like, I don't really want to pay 90 quid again for the new cards. It just became a bit. It's like a secret obsession. Yeah, so I gave up on that one. But Marvel Snap is like kind of similar vibes, really, but it's set in the Marvel Universe, which, as you know, I'm massively into at the moment. You are? You are? So, like, you've got cards, and you've got, let's say Hulk is 10 power, so Hulk's mega strong, and you might have, like, Iron Man, who's got a special ability, like, all your teammates get double power if you have them in the same area as Iron Man. So there's all these little special abilities, and there's three locations on the board, Mm -hmm. and you play your cards, and you've basically got to overpower each location and whoever wins the most wins the card game and and a game is like two minutes okay three minutes it's like super quick what do you win Uh, you get like ranking points and then you play other real people and you keep climbing and climbing and climbing okay i played it through the free bit of it and it was really fun i really enjoyed it i got through the kind of the first tier of the game Uh, and then they were like to carry on you must buy the season pass which is 10 pounds okay i was like no oh I don't want to buy the season pass. Because because then once you buy that, then you've got to buy the next thing, which is the Spider-Man add-on, which is like five quid. And then you've got to buy the the next thing. And I thought, no, I'm not doing it. Put your foot down, didn't you? At least in Hearthstone, you could play it for free (laughs) if you wanted to. And you could get all the cards for free. In this, you can't. No. It's a sign of the times, mate. I'm not doing it wow so you'll never know whether it's good or not no i played it long enough to know that it's fun but i would i refuse to spend the money on it so if anybody has played this and has decided to pay for the season pass can you let us know what it's like is it any better is it worth the the nine pounds that it costs i think it is to get through the first tier of the game how can they get in touch at naked gaming pod send us a tweet what would you give out of, out of 10? I thought it was, a, it was a solid game. It was like a 6 out of 10, but I just was angry about the money aspect. I want someone to tweet us and say, it's absolutely phenomenal. You've Abs- missed out. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> phenomenal. No, no, you said absolutely. Absolutely. Abs- <laughs> shut up. Absolutely phenomenal. And uh, prove you wrong. Okay. I've been I mean, talking of my brain not working. <laughs> Baby brain. Baby brain. I've definitely had that recently. What have I been like over the past couple of months? You're quite good until you'll go. This is what you'll do. You'll go. <laughs> oh, um, Dave was saying at work. Pause, 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 pause. You have to wait. You've been very patient. I'm like, is this ever, is, is this sentence ever going to end? Sometimes I just totally forget and move on. Yeah. <laughs> He's still waiting to hear what Dave at work said. <laughs> I don't care what Dave at work said anymore. Anyway, apparently. Video gaming as a kid can actually help help your brain. Yeah, this guy was annoyed that a lot of research tr- essentially tries to find out that gaming's bad for you. Yeah, uh, many of them do. But what about the good? What about the good studies? So this is a guy called Bader Charani, and from the University of Vermont, um, and he's been looking at some of the links between memory in kids who are like nine and ten years mm-hmm, old mm-hmm. and gaming. 
I was naturally interested in looking at any relationship that video game may have with uh, mental health, behavior, or cognition. And if you look at the literature about video gaming, the majority of studies report negative outcomes, such as relationships between video gaming and depression, anxiety, aggressive behavior. So I wanted to verify because I have access to a large database called the ABCD study. We have 2,000 subjects in total, kids who never played video games and kids who played video games. So what is this database exactly? So the ABCD study started in 2015 or 16. It collects data on 12,000 kids We track them since they are 9 and 10 years old through adolescence and into young adulthood. And every two years, we um, do a follow-up assessment. The data we collected includes behavioral data, um, substance use data, neuroimaging data, genetic data. And the goal is just to better understand the neurodevelopment and the behavior in children and adolescents. And you have this data about how kids use video games. Yeah, so it also includes a large battery of questionnaires. So the video gaming questionnaire is part of a larger screen time questionnaire that asks kids how many hours they spent on consoles or playing mobile phone or any other device. So how did you actually use it? We compared performance when the kids performed two tasks inside the MRI scanner. These probe impulse control and working memory between video gamers and non-video gamers. And how did they compare against each other? So we have seen um, significant improvements on two tasks in terms of faster reaction time in video gamers better performance in terms of impulse control, and also better performance in tasks involving working memory, accompanied by changes in brain function in regions of the brain involved in vision, attention, problem solving, and memory processing. What do you think gaming is doing to kids' brains that other activities like riding a bike, for example, aren't doing? The theory behind video gaming and better performance goes back to the theory that um, the brain is like a muscle. The more you train it, the better it gets. And so I think we're seeing here some sort of practice effect. Hours and hours of video gaming may alter how the brain is wired and give this advantage. Just to note that the kids we're including here are heavy video gamers because All of them play three hours or more per day. So actually, gaming is good for you. I'm going to take that study. It's as simple as that. (laughs) Kids, keep gaming because it's good for you. And keep listening to this podcast as well. Well, it's a lot (sighs) of games this time. That was a lot. But the thing is, this happens every year. In the run-up to Christmas, developers and publishers are like, we've got to get it out for Mm -hmm. November, we've got to get it out for Mm -hmm. December because everyone's going to buy it for each other Mm -hmm. and the kids are going to want to play. So that's why there's been like... God of War, Call of Duty, new Pokemon game that we're going to do next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's, there's just a lot, a lot to pay for. Yeah. I mean, 
They've, they've released some good ones, though, I'd say. It's just some of them, I think they try and rush out too quickly, like Pokemon. Such a shame. I mean, we'll review it properly next month, but Pokemon is... I don't know, the glitching is ridiculous. What about the Steam Deck? Yeah, we'll do the review of that as well properly. Yeah. I'm enjoying it, though. The, what's been good about it is that, uh, like, Fallout 3, you can technically play it on the PlayStation, but it because you have to... St- what made you get it? This is what I don't understand. We've got an Xbox, we've got a PS5. But we don't have a PC. A no, but we don't. We, me and you don't really play PC games. But I would if I could, if I had one. And that's the problem, I don't. So I thought the Steam Deck would plug that gap without me having to spend like £5,000 on a massive gaming computer. And has it? That's what I'm deciding at the moment. <laughs> it, it's powerful. It's really, really powerful. Um, but I don't know if it's good enough to warrant how expensive it is well look we'll do a review on that and we'll do a review on pokemon 2 and uh is something else coming out as well yeah goat simulator 3 yes <laughs> i think I've finally got... memories so this is uh, the third one and there's a game we're going to play called it takes two which they've just released on the switch oh this sounds awesome so this sounds really good the whole thing is co-op uh over the switches and you hold, you have your Switch, this is why I fixed it, and I have my Switch, and we can play the whole game together. That sounds awesome. And you, it, the only game where you only have to buy one copy, and they send you a code to give it to the other person for free. What? It's just come out on the Switch, so I'm super excited for that. Going to fit in much gaming over the, over the Christmas period? I, I'm kind of saving it all for my maternity leave. Well, that's true. That is what my maternity leave is for. Gaming Central. Yes. I'm, I'm going to get a list of games and a list of films and, oh, just, that's good. and just go through it all. You should play some of the games you never played, like the yeah. original God of War and stuff. Yep, yep. And you're going to do your... I'll be like, no, don't come just yet. I'm on level blah. I've got to <laughs> complete this level. Your contractions have started, Lee. But I need to complete Crash to... Bandicoot. We'll go to the hospital in uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> just 10 more <laughs> minutes. 10 more minutes. Come on. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hulu.